Justin. Hey, how's it going? Doing pretty good. Excited for Monday Matters. Uh, Thursday. <laughs> I know it's the Monday Matters Thursday edition. What are we in the evening? In the evening. What are we talking about today? Um, how about let's go creation? I talk about creation. I feel like so you preached about creation last week, correct? Yes. So we did. We're in uh, Christianity 101, but then we transitioned to 201. Um, so a little bit more. Not like the core foundation, but sort of that, at least I keep using, I like, I overuse metaphor. So in 101 is like the core foundational bricks of the house with Jesus, of course, is the cornerstone. Um, this is sort of like that second layer. So important stuff, not the most important, but stuff like creation where it's very, very important. So it was a, it was a fun sermon, a fun week. I feel yeah. like, so we typically of late have been doing more topic based and less rehashing of the sermons, but I feel like creation is one of those things that. You could really talk on way longer than 30 minutes. Yeah. 35 absolutely. minutes. Um, and it's a subject I don't get to listen to you preach all the time because I'm here at Blue Mountain. You're up <clears> at Skyrocket. Yeah. So I, I open with a question that um, I didn't even know existed until I met a few people hmm. down my life. How long has the earth been around? Has it been around 6,000 years yeah. or has it been around millions six, of years? Six billion or 6,000? Because yeah. that's sort of the battle, at least, between the scholastic field versus the a, a large portion of the church, you know, is this debate. Uh, and the funny thing too is first off, I'm not going to answer your question because I don't know. <laughs> and so I think as we approach stuff like this, uh, as Christ followers, we have to approach non-essential questions with humility that, Hey, it might be this or that. Uh, but this is a big part of my uh, testimony, my spiritual journey, because I grew up in a household. Um, we were non-denominational, but I was very much taught, you know, that the earth, it's a young earth, that the earth is 6,000 years old. Um, and then uh, if I'll just sort of share my story to sort of answer that question. But uh, so earth is 6,000 years old. Um, there's lots of books on that, lots of research. Um, you know, I, I remember a lot of homeschool books. I was homeschooled for a little bit and they were teaching uh, the science of how the earth is 6,000 years old. But then I got a little bit older. Um I went to college. I went to a Christian college. Um, and that was the first place I was exposed to that said, um, we actually hold that the earth is probably 6 billion years old or whatever the latest yeah. scientific studies say. Um, but we don't think that that threatens uh, our belief in the Bible or our trust in the Bible as God's word at all. Um, and it doesn't affect our faith at all. If anything, it enhances our faith. And so to me, uh, that I had never been exposed to that, that way I can think that the earth is 6 billion years old, um, and still trust God, you know, like I used to. So I didn't even know that that was an option. Uh, cause the truth is, is being in college, um, attending these highest, you know, highest level science classes. Um, you learn a lot, uh, about how, uh, when you dig into the research, um, the earth appears to be older than 6,000 years for a lot of reasons. Um, and for me, uh, it made me struggle in my faith because I was like, God, why would you create the world to look old? Uh, but then it seems like Genesis talks about the earth being young and how, you know, are you deceiving us God or how does this stuff, um, happen? And so I can, if you want, I can talk about some of that evidence on what, how the earth looked old, how it looked young. But to answer your question, is it 6 billion or 6,000? Um, I don't think we know. But I don't think that we have to answer that question definitively as Christ followers. I think we have to answer the question, who created the world? And that's God. And I, and I think it definitely is not one of those things that you need to die on. The mm -hmm. hill you need to die on. It's not. Yeah. Um, I think God is amazing enough. If he wanted to build it in 6,000, over 6,000 and make it look older, 
Oh, see, very I, capable. He could, but I almost have a problem with that because I, I don't know. I don't think God is deceptive. That was one of the things I held on to is would God really create the world to appear six billion years old? But then, oh, no, I gotcha. You know, I and that was one of the one of the things that I struggled with. Um, but like you said, uh, it could be six billion. It could be six thousand. We don't know. We can't rewind back time, you know, uh, and ask God, hey, how did how did all of this you know, come to be. Um, one of the most interesting things on my journey is finding out that this belief in a 6,000 year creation actually was never a part of the historical church until about two, uh, 100, 150 years. No, uh, I'm getting my dates wrong about 75 to 150 years ago. I, I don't know. When was Darwin alive? Was that early 1920s? I think it was early yeah, 1900s. So. Um, but the fascinating thing is, is if you look at our church father, so Augustine, right? He's like the biggest church father. He existed about 300 years after Jesus. A lot of our core Christian doctrine comes from him. Um, he talks about the earth being very, very old. We look at other church fathers, Martin Luther, um, Origen. We can look at and track this belief uh, in the earth. Uh, they never talked about it like it had to be 6,000 years old. You go to the Bible the Bible doesn't even talk about, hey, this is, you know, exactly it's supposed to be, you know, this is the date that this happened and this is the date. Um, so we can get into all, you know, all of that. But it, uh, yeah, grace. There's grace for whether you think it's 6,000 or 6 billion. Um, and that was the main takeaway uh, answering that question. I'm, I'm talking on and on. So you you just encountered that, that, hey, it can be 6 billion. How did you feel? the? the Sorry, I just encountered the opposite way. Oh, so it you was, thought it was six it was, billion years old. It was never taught to me that a 6,000-year earth existed. Oh, so it was the opposite no, for you. No, okay. in my church. So I'd never heard it until I met my wife. Yeah. Was the first time, and I was I was blown away. Yeah. I said, I'm like, and I'm going to ask you this question since you grew up the opposite. Yeah. How did they explain dinosaurs to you? Yeah. You know, like, because I'm, I, I did this, you do the science and you look at carbon dating and yeah. I mean, I'm a kid and I'm in high school and I'm this kind of stuff. So what was it like your experience first encountering? Cause you grew up thinking, you know, having the perspective, of course, you know, the earth is as long as scientists tell us, what was it like for you encountering the opposite perspective that, Oh, the earth is 6,000 years old. What was that like? It, it was odd in the sense that, Hey, all, all my time through school and science and college level science and stuff, mm -hmm. You look at carbon dating and, and it's should we go through a few of the evidences of old earth or because I know a lot of people that have never that it, it, it's foreign to them. I, I guess the simplest way would just do through carbon dating when they dig up bones, yeah. mm -hmm. they do mathematic mathematical formulas based off of decay and other things to say how old something is. Yeah. Um, For me, and, the easiest one was was seeing the stars at night. We know the speed that light travels at. Yeah. Uh, and we know we can calculate that there's certain stars that are millions of light years away. And so if the earth is 6,000 years old, all the stars are going to be really close to us, you know, if that's the case. And that's just not the case. It is not. Um, unless earth came last and everything else was way before 6,000, but there you I, go. I think yeah. That's the, but, <laughs> but that, but that's not what, but um, I had a hard time. So dinosaurs were my hang up because okay. that was the one thing that I knew a decent amount about. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that was millions and millions of years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and 6,000 is way shorter than millions. <laughs> so my question was, where did, where did dinosaurs come from? Yeah. 
what were you told? Since that's how you grew yeah. up. Like, so I was I was told that um, evolution, that all of these things, that they are a direct challenge to God's providence in creating the world. Uh, it, it was sort of this black or white, this misconception that you have to believe intellectually certain things about God. Um, whereas here, you know, at our church at Skyrocket and at Blue Mountain, um, we take a much more humble approach. But anyways, I was taught growing up uh, that, uh, you know, through the books and the research as well as conversations with the people I respected, uh, especially a funny side note. So my father's a preacher too. He had a sermon on, uh, against evolution, why the earth is 6,000 years old. Um, he was passionate about it. And he wrote this excellent sermon, you know, against it. And so these are the kind of things I was exposed to. So stuff like, um, there's no way that Neanderthals could have, you know, mutated into humans because the skull is actually just a monkey skull. It's not, you know, this, you know, Neanderthal skull. And so looking at archaeology, there's ways of, you know, twisting it. I never really gotten, for me, the stars was sort of the easiest hangout. Um, and people explaining it to me that, oh, God created the stars and the starlight so that they appear to be millions of light years away. But he did that 6,000 years ago. And that was also another hangup is uh, God doesn't try to trick us. You know, that's the enemy. That's the devil. But why would God create a world that seems to be old um, that doesn't, you know, that's not, it, it seems to be old, but it's not, you know, is God trying to say, oh, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, grow, growing up, I, I don't remember it all 100%, but I remember the homeschool books you know, that I had talking about the earth is 6,000 year olds young. Funny thing about 80% of the proof is biblical. So it wasn't necessarily scientific proof that the earth is 6,000 years old. It was uh, based on a theological interpretation of the Bible that now that I have theological training, it, it, you realize actually that's a misinterpretation of Genesis. It's a misinterpretation of Genesis one, and it's actually not consistent with our church fathers. You know, it's not consistent with the earliest Christians closest to Jesus. Um, they didn't interpret the scriptures that way. So why should, why should we? Um, and so it was sort of the slow unlearning process, but yeah, uh, the main proof for 6,000 years old, uh, it's comes from a direct reading of Genesis. It seems like more so than from the scientific. And so, that was all based on dates and dates. Yeah. If Genesis, yeah. So if you, if you track like the hereditary, you know, like in Matthew, it says son of this son of it, and yeah. it tracks Jesus's genealogy, um, you know, from David, from Adam, we can track, there's tons of genealogies in the Bible. And so. Uh, you can hypothetically track these genealogies all the way back to Adam and then set the end date because you know how long these people lived throughout the Bible, or you can even estimate it. You know that it tells us in Genesis that after the flood or after I think it's Methuselah, that God's like, no man's days shall be numbered to 120. So you can say, you know, look at the genealogy from here to Jesus, count them up, multiply it by 120. And you're going to get around 6,000, you know, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 years. And so um, that's the math that they did based on the Bible, uh, which is a complete misinterpretation of how the Bible is meant to be read in the first place. You know, Genesis is showing us who we came from uh, and in whose image we are. And one of the cool things I saw in seminary is you can actually put the story of Genesis 1 up against another ancient Hittite uh, creation story. Because we don't have the only creation story. There's tons of them out there from different religions. Uh, and you put the one in Genesis up against one that was written at the exact same time for a different God. Uh, they look very similar, except for very, very specific and interesting differences in the Genesis one. The highlights are the emphasis actually on the Sabbath. 
that God, uh, on the seventh day, he rested. That's something that no other God did. You know, all the other gods uh, didn't rest. And then uh, the second biggest thing, or I would say probably the most important thing, uh, is humans being made in the image of God, that God's breath, you know, formed us and that he called us good. Uh, and so those, you, you know, we get these deep theological truths out of scripture, uh, but it doesn't say anywhere in Genesis, hey, calculate the age of the world by, <laughs> well, <laughs> by counting there, back. And then I would also, so in that, one of the other things was, and this is kind of funny. So I believe that the creation was seven days, mm. seven, 24 hour literal days. Interesting. And that was just because it was taught in seven days. And as a kid, I heard days is 24 hours. I don't yeah. know that someone ever said, yes, it was literal days. Yeah. But no one corrected me. Mm -hmm. Not that it's right or wrong, I, but that was how I always did. And then I had someone approach me older in life and was like, maybe seven phases. Yeah. So the, actually the Hebrew word there for day means period between sun, between the sun being out and the sun being out. Um, so seven phases like that word, that Hebrew word can also be used for phases for, you know, periods of time, whether it's months or ep epochs. My, I can't pronounce stuff <laughs> like my, my congregation knows how bad I am at pronouncing all the names in the Bible is epoch E P O C H that word epic wrong person to, <laughs> wrong wrong person where's to jim to. i was like yeah. jim's the one to ask, <laughs> to ask that question um but again it's it's our bible says day um but when we go to the actual hebrew and what i like to do is let's go to the hebrew to the jewish rabbis who interpreted scripture um and when we read them they don't think that it's six literal days they think it could be so again going on the flip side i'm not here to say the earth is six billion years old um there has to be room for you being on one side or you being on the other or somewhere in the middle uh, because it could be God could have created it in 6,000 years and I'm mistaken with my theology that God wouldn't fool us. You know, I, we have to be humble in saying that. And I'll say that I, there is a lot of evidence for 6,000 years old, like the statistical improbabilities, impossibility, I would say of things happening by chance uh, of all of the different mutations that have to happen to amino acids for us to, you know, develop the way that we did. Um, it's impossible without a guiding hand, you know? And so it's, there's so much evidence and we just have to sort of throw our hands up and say, well, what is the Bible teaching us? And what is it meant to teach us? We're made in the image of God. God is the all powerful creator. Um, and he loves us. He calls us good, you know? Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm rambling on and on, but it's, it's uh, creation. It's just so it, it's a cool um, I don't know. I, I, I love it. <laughs> I think the whole aspect of creation, it's, it's interesting and it is because people take such a hard line stance. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it really does seem to be one of those things and it's actually helped me because people have taken such a hard line stance. And then I've had people question that stance mm. to where I can really kind of, maybe that's not the most important yeah. You know, I don't think my my salvation does not hang on getting the question right of six billion or six thousand. It doesn't. And here you thinking that's not going to change either. So I can be a staunch six thousander or a staunch six billioner. Um, it's not going to change what actually happened. How, how is that going to affect my life? Well, you're probably wasting or a lot of faith. your life trying to prove it instead exactly. of going out and witnessing or. Mm -hmm you know, showing your good fruit because you're in a lab the whole time trying yeah. to. <laughs> and you can be a six billion or a six thousander and still what's the actual importance that God created the world. He actively created it. He didn't set things up and then draw back. You know, you can't believe that if you're a six billionaire, that's at least my perspective. If you believe in an old earth, you still have to hold that God actively created 
um, the world. And so uh, the things that are important. God actively created the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have his image. He is the uh, power that created and sustained. Uh, those are the things that actually affect life because if I go out and I just punch someone in the face or I'm mean, I am profaning the image of God that's in that person. That is the important theological truth in creation uh, that we're supposed to get from Genesis. But if it's six billion or six thousand, like you said, we're wasting our time, you know, whether it's in the silence lab or debating on YouTube or debating people, um, we're, we're going to push people away from Christ. So we know. should stop recording. We should stop. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. All done. The podcast Sorry. is done. The podcast is done. Um, here's a question for you. Why do you think that this, why do you think creation is important? Having this open mindedness um, is important, especially for youths. Um, in the church or considering the youths? church. Youths. Yeah. Again, I'm bad at pronouncing things. Youths. Okay. Uh, for the younger generation, because they're online reading these things more. They're, it's so much easier to look up a science excerpt that, you know, dunks on Christians who miscategorizing saying all Christians believe in a young earth, which isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously here's the evidence that the earth is old. And so boom, Christianity is false. That stuff like that is all over the internet. I encounter it. So why is this question so important, especially now? I I think it's to have this conversation. I think it's important because especially right now, the world is very divisive. Hmm. And when we characterize something, you put somebody in a bucket. Yeah. You say one thing, I'm going to put you in a bucket and I'm going to assume that you know a hundred other things or like you believe a hundred other things. So I think in the aspect of having that debatability, God is in some way teaching us you have your core values mm. and the things that you need to pay attention to, but then also remember that each person's a little different hmm. and how we interact with that person and how to, if everything's cut and dry, then you don't need grace and humility and different things like that. So you, you know, in order to have love, you have to have hate. So you kind of have to have some aspect of debate. And then I also, you know, the Bible in itself is where you got like three different, so you've got, um, poems, like oh yeah tons of different genres yeah yeah, yeah. you know that goes into it i always i I view god as an artist oh yeah something Mm -hmm. i can relate with as a a photographer and so in some ways when you were talking about like the six thousand year art like why would he trick us but the same point in time artists put things into images yeah that weren't necessarily there what they were picturing but they're like oh this is pretty or this adds good lore to it or good story you know we like marvel we like these things so you know if he did do that, it's an artistic thing. And I think it's stylistic. And at the same point in time, I would take it as, um, sorry, it's time to get the kids. Um, but the, uh, to make it prettier and Mm. you know, the six phases to make humans. And so that trust he created and he, yeah sat on it for however time period yeah and said well i'm gonna do this yeah so that trust it, it, that trust in god is important because then when new evidence comes forth that, oh the earth might be older oh it might be newer we don't know this or maybe aliens had a hand in uh, that's i'm on like an alien kick right yeah. now uh, maybe aliens had a hand in giving technology to early anyways no matter what I mean, new pe- did yeah <laughs> no matter what new pieces of information we get it doesn't affect our faith um you know, God wants us to have resilient faith because we trust God. And so no matter, you know, oh, this new piece of information, you know, makes it seem like older or seem like younger. It doesn't change the fact that God created. He's all powerful. He was actively involved and we're made in his image. Um, that leads to a very deep, resilient faith. 
And that's so important for the younger generation because again, new info is readily available um, in a, in a culture that constantly divides and puts people in the buckets. If we're the ones that aren't in a bucket, we're humble saying it could be this, it could be that. Um, we're going to be loving people like Jesus did. And I think you, you see us Christians and non-Christians debating the yeah. earth stuff. I don't hear scientists and scientists necessarily debating that how carbon dating has been done yeah. has changed and there's different years and Hey, we think this is 5 million. And then you're like, well, we've learned to you know, dive a little deeper. They still trust the science. They still go after mm -hmm. whatever. They don't seem to be split by it. So, so why do we get so hung up on yeah, why do we things need to evolving? This? Things can yeah. change. Um, and we're looking at, even through our own perspective glasses, as we learn God and get to know Jesus more, mm -hmm. our perception of things change. You start to focus yep. on different things. We're growing. You know, we're still learning. We're in kindergarten, and we'll be lucky if we make it to first grade by the end of our lives. You know, Is there any other, um, those are the two big ones for me as far as creation goes that people seem to get hung up on. Is there any other? Any uh, other? Monkeys to humans oh so there's there's a gap theory so uh, another thing that a ancient theologian thought is that it was a literal six-day creation but then there was a massive gap between like day six and seven i think i forget what it was okay so there are so many different ways of thinking about you know the earth so yeah there's the six billion old earth that you know god created everything through evolution when god says let there be light i mean that's literally what the Big Bang would have looked like, but that's God create like that's God making it happen. Um, and then there's the six thousand where it's six literal days. God created it as is. He made things appear to be old. There's the gap theory, you know, where God created six days and then this long period of time between um, this verse and this verse of Genesis. Uh, those are the three main ones that I know of. Uh, I know when I was really digging into this, there were more. But yeah, there's so many different ways that you can talk about these. Uh, talk about creation so many different theories that are out there again there's alien theories that are really really interesting that aliens had a hand in helping um it and not so much with humans come or like the earth developing but more so civilization you know developing and there's so many interesting theories and god gave us our creativity our intuition our curiosity for a reason and so studying these things is not a threat to our faith it enhances our faith if we have a humble faith um, and that's the fun part. We're just learning more and more about God and it should deepen our relationship with him. Do you think he's yeah. still creating? Uh, I still creating. I think he's creating things all the time. Um, and I'm going to sound corny here, but in our hearts, you know, he's creating things in our hearts. He's creating, I, I don't know. I, I do believe in aliens. I mean, I, I looked up the amount of stars the other day. Um, I said it in the sermon, but it's like a two with like 60 zeros after it. Like there are so many stars and so many planets and solar systems. Um, just like you or I, you create photography. Um, you can't stop at just one, can you? No. No. And it's like God God is creative. He's going to keep creating. He's creating things in you and me. Um, he's going to keep creating things in our world. And who knows? He could be creating other worlds and universes. I don't know. But he's a creative God. That's And that's kind of mathematically or scientifically, I'd say, yes, there are. Yeah. <laughs> but then also believing that God is an artist. He is an artist. Then yeah. I have to assume that. Yes, and I, I'll kind of even use that when I refer to evolution as far as if we're believing monkeys to humans or if we're just all of a sudden, you know, as the story says from dust pulled up. Yeah. You know, is he tweaking humans? Humans have been, we're more, if humans are in certain places for long enough, 
they become capable to live in those areas. Is that what God? Are, like I'm going like he's making little tweaks and making things work. I don't know. It's no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, you think yeah, I'm I silly. will say I, I will say if there's other stuff out there that I think we're unique. Um, and again, I think we're unique because we are created in the image of God. Not even the angels are created in the image of God. We're told we will be higher than the angels in heaven. Um, so I think that we're special. <laughs> I think we are special too. That's what the Bible tells us. And so I do think that no matter what's out there, that we, we are special, um, no matter what, because we're created in his image. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, maybe next, next week we do a podcast episode on aliens. What do you think? I think I can do that. Okay. I may even be an alien for Halloween. So I'll dress up like one. That could be kind of interesting <laughs> and be fun. All right. Well, I really appreciate you coming. Yeah. I know it's a little shorter than normal. Um, but we're glad to have you. And Monday matters, even if it's Thursday. Thursday matters, evening too. or whatever. So, <laughs> thanks for coming. We'll, we'll see you soon.